0: Y'all, yo, yo, what the fuck, man? Big L. Taking over the streets. Flamboyant entertainment. What y'all about to witness? Big- the me but I'm fucking sick with it.
1: And yo got street boss. Crush. All hot tracks we love. The crazy steps we clap. And we need blacks to touch. That's a glattin' them plus. Shut you niggas that slapping out. Wet us. Ay, yo, yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. We in the game now, man. We is now in the game. Oh man. What the fuck is good, man? This is King Noa uncensored, man. I'm about to be platinum with no features out in this bitch. We don't need no features on this record, man. Ain't no features. But, on a serious note. Yeah, we gonna talk that game two talk in a minute. We gonna talk about the blowout at the OK Corral, right? But... I want to send a rest in peace To uh, rapper Trouble From Atlanta The regional rapper passed away Last night as he was uh, shot in his car I think he was shot around 3 o'clock 4 o'clock in the morning Around that time Um, It's just sad man The rap community lost another one I mean Me personally I was a fan of Trouble In the early 2010s You know He had signed with Mike Will Made It You know Had his own crew Out of Atlanta called DTE So you know thoughts and prayers To his family but You know I think I kind of know What happened you know He was posting you know At particular places in Atlanta You know When you are Even like A a regional rapper you know people follow Your social media and you could be followed You know what I'm saying And I understand that you know you go out You have fun I get that But, you know, it's a crazy time right now. It's a very crazy time. You know, it's a lot of mass shootings. It's a lot of people that are hating out here. You know, and man, another one killed where they from. That's just a damn shame, man, you know. That this man was just trying to have fun with his girl, man. And unfortunately, he was taken away at the age of 34. Very young man Rest in peace to that young To that to that man You know what I'm saying Rest in peace Then also rest in peace To Metro Woman's mother Yeah she was killed In a murder suicide By her boyfriend Just nothing but sad news man Shh. Man Condolences But anyway man Off that sad shit On, on to some funny shit Quinn Snyder resigns (laughs) Yes You should For doing such a bad job With what could have been The potential of A championship contender Yes I said Utah was capable Of winning the title they were But you know Bad coaching decisions You know a beef between The two best players on the team And the role players having to suffer from that You know, role players did get hurt around that time They ended up losing Like they ended up blowing a 3-1 lead You know, in the bubble To the Denver Nuggets They ended up blowing uh, I think it was what? No, they, they lost to the Mavericks this year When they were more than capable of beating that team I hate to say it but the mavericks were not as good as they turned out to be that's just my personal opinion and i just think utah just did a major sale. and i don't feel sorry for quinn snyder for re- resigning you quit and i mean he got up out of there like he should man i mean i think he'd be perfect for that sacramento job to be honest he was actually good for that la job if you want me to be completely honest with y'all he's a better candidate than darvin ham was and that's no disrespect to darvin because of course you know i love to see him get a head coaching position in the game but utah's underachieved this entire time and utah as a franchise is underachieved how do you have icons like carl malone and john stockton And a future Hall of Famer in Donovan Mitchell And not even at least Like win anything The West was weak this year This was a perfect opportunity For Utah to possibly get to At least the conference finals This team, this group of players have never made The conference finals I mean, this team right here Was You know Had championship aspirations but honestly I'm gonna I'm keep it a buck with y'all I think Utah should have tried to get a second star instead of signing Conley to all that money man Mike Conley senior is the best agent in basketball he's gotten Mike Conley Jr. all kinds of ignorant ass money Knowing damn well he wasn't worth half of that shit. But I love to see brothers get over. I love to see brothers get hundreds and millions of gajillions of dollars. But you gotta give Mike Conley Sr. some credit here for being a hell of an agent. Shit, I want him to manage my motherfucking finances, nigga. Get, get Mike Conley Sr. on the phone. <laughs> I I got a business proposition. (laughs) Be my agent, nigga. But, yeah, man, he don't deserve to be the head coach of the Jazz, man. He'd be a good head coach for Sacramento. He can get them to the playoffs. But Utah, it's not all on Quinn Snyder, but it's, mostly on Quinn Snyder. It's on the whole organization. We were tired of seeing the Utah Jazz underachieved. Now last, before we get to the game tonight, um, and then we're going to take a look at um, all, uh, a majority of the albums released in 2022. We're going to take a trip down memory lane, back down memory Right, So, Andre Iguodala has come out and defended winning the finals MVP in 2015. Even though the world felt, well, I'm not going to say the world. I'm going to say maybe about 60% of people, you know, felt like Steph Curry should have won. But Andre Iguodala came out and said, as I said, I think, my shit was, well, I, he didn't say my shit. Let me just go with motherfucking, uh, let me just go with it, right? As I said, I think it was well deserved. I just made the most of the opportunity. The scheme was for me to beat LeBron James. And that doesn't happen too often in the finals. Normally, it's the guy who's the favorite who has the odds. Those are the guys who usually gets the NBA Finals MVP. And I think I just made the most of the opportun- opportunity, knowing the defensive attention that Steph has, knowing that the attention that Clay Thompson has. A guy like Draymond Green, Sean Livingston, made sure that I was always ready and available. Those guys just said, "Here." This is what the game says, so give him the ball right here and just be ready for it. So I think more than anything, it's just being ready for those moments. If you go back and watch, when the game said shoot, I shot and made it. When it, when it said pass, I made it. Then I had to go defend the guy. I didn't stop him, I didn't shut him down, but just tried to make hard life hard for him. So in turn, he had to react in other ways. He had to think about decisions. He still got LeBron still got to the bucket, but he's one of the smartest basketball players of all time. And I think being on his level in terms of basketball IQ, we were just playing chess. It was just like a master chess matchup. I think that's the defense that you rewarded in terms of who you voted for. I think it was very deserving because. People don't understand the human element, the changes that happen, the sa- the sacrifice. Andre Iguodala, you just talking too goddamn much. Get to the damn fucking part. <laughs> I had to stop. That quote was long. Andre, you did do a great job in in 2016 in the twenty uh, fifteen finals. But finals MVP, I would just have to disagree with you. Your quote was too long. You took too long trying to explain yourself. You made timely stops. That is very true. You didn't shut down LeBron James. LeBron James went crazy in that finals. Because he had to. Kyrie Irving wasn't there. Kevin Love wasn't there. And he took y'all six. But we all know that Stephen Curry was the best player in that series. You did good on the defensive end. You did whatever was asked of you, which is also good. But finals MVP, though, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. This nigga tripping. I think this is just another thing. That's being used to discredit Steph Curry. I don't think Iguodala's um, quote was to discredit Curry. But however, Curry haters and Curry detractors are going to use this quote against Steph Curry to diminish his greatness. And I honestly don't like it. But let's get to the game, man. This is what y'all want to hear about. This is what this show is about. Before we get into the 2022 albums, we're going to take a look back. But right now, let's talk about the blowout that commenced here. This is how Golden State was supposed to play in game one. This is what happens when you actually close out a game. Despite Jason Tatum going back to old Tatum, the Golden State Warriors ended up winning 107 to 88. The question is, why? I'll tell you why. Team defense, ladies and gentlemen. Golden State played team defense. They minimized the mistakes. Despite Jason Tatum hitting 6 of 9 from 3, 28 points. 8 19, Golden State, bread and butter tonight was team defense. All of the necessary stops at the basket, and Draymond Green was getting into it with niggas. You know, he he did disrespect Jalen Brown. I was waiting for Jalen Brown to knock his block off because Draymond been asking for it for a very long time, for his loud mouth and his foolish antics and his dirty play. And the referees were generous enough to let this man not get his second technical, which I felt he deserved, in my personal opinion. But the referees didn't want to make the mistake of 2016 all over again. So I get why the refs didn't eject him. But team defense won Golden State this game. Flat out, Al Horford went from sugar to shit in the span of forty uh, uh, in the span of seventy-two hours. Like, where was all those three-point shots? Don't you want to win your first NBA Finals? Huh? Two points is not going to cut it, Al. Robert Williams only got one opportunity. That's another problem. We all know that Tatum and Brown are the guys. But both of them having only three assists is a major problem. Both of these guys have to have have at least five assists if you're even going to have a chance to win this game. Five assists each. Five assists each. Robert Williams got to get more opportunities, man. But Kavon Looney got the best of him tonight. Jalen Brown sold today. He was 5 of 17 from the field. He shot awful. 17 points. Marcus Smart went from classy to ashy and dingy. One of six. He's back to Marcus Dumb. There's Marcus Smart, and there's Marcus Dumb. And tonight, he was Marcus Dumb. Five turnovers and five assists. Just a complete shit show from him. Now, he did make some key defensive plays, but that wasn't good enough tonight. Derek White had his worst game of the playoffs in a very long time. He shot 4 of 13. They made life difficult for him. They saw that he hit big shots, and... Golden State was contesting all of the shots tonight, which is why we're not mentioning nobody else. And yes, we had Nick Staskis do the Adam Morrison tonight and score a NBA Finals basket. Now let's go over to the Golden State side, right? Wiggins had 11. Kavon Looney had 12 points, six of six shooting, seven rebounds. Klay Thompson had one of the worst shooting nights he's ever had in an NBA Finals. Four of 19. That's not gonna cut it. One of eight from three. I mean, listen, man. If you're if you're oh of five or some shit like that from three, wouldn't that require you to go in and try to attack the basket? I know Clay don't have no handles. From a, from a, uh, speaking from a perspective of a person that does not have no fucking handles, I can relate. Like, if my three pointer's not working, my nigga, I'm going to the basket. I'm attacking the basket. I'm using the fucking backboard. I'm doing something different. But lucky for Clay, the other splash brother decided to show his face in the NBA finals, which is Jordan Poole, ladies and gentlemen. Five. Of nine from three, six of fourteen from the field. The other Splash brother had it going. The Splash stepbrother hit big shots, including a buzzer beater from half court. He was amazing tonight. He's got to play like that every night. He, you can't take nights off, Jordan. Jordan's in your name. Jordan's in your DNA. Show me something, and GP, are you with me? Got 25 million. That's what I'm talking about, Kirk. You almost got thrown in the, in the doghouse. He made the proper adjustments and showed why he's one of the top three coaches in this in this game. He made the proper adjustments. He put in the right lineups this time, and that's all you could really ask for. Then playing Belitsa. That was, great. that was a good idea. But Litsuka put in, even though he only had six points and five rebounds, he still was effective in this game. And then Stephen Curry going for his first finals MVP. 29 points, 9 of 21 from the field, 5 of 12 from three. I mean, Steph is going to be Steph. It's all about who else is going to show up. And Jordan Poole just ha- and-, and Kavon Looney... Just happened to be those guys tonight. But Boston was playing so horrible that Golden State really didn't have to work that hard. And I just think that there was team synergy. It was team offense and team defense that won this game. Now, now we're going to turn our attention to the 2022 albums. We're going to take a good look at the albums released this year. And I'm going to like, just go down the line here. I'm not going to name every single one, just the more notable ones and see if my thoughts have actually changed. We're just going to do a little outlook. I wanted to try something new here, you know, just a little halfway thing, man, going into the summer, because we got the summer still happening. It's still June. Summer's not over until September. So, let's look at uh, DS Forever. I mean, um, Dripper Drown Four, basically by Gunna. Honestly, I still feel the same exact way. But looking back on this, Gunna was the first album, rap album, released in 2022. So I can understand why he's almost platinum. And then the jail thing is definitely going to help his sales. Help and hurt. It's going to help because the hype is going to make people want to listen to his album. But he's not out there promoting it or pushing it or pushing P right now. It did have a few bangers, but this isn't my favorite album from Gunna at all. I still was kind of disappointed in that the weekend, um, Dawn FM, it was cool wasn't amazing I've heard way better uh, from the weekend Corday from a bird's eye view is not getting the respect it deserves it's just c- clearly not getting the respect it deserves that is a really good album it's not getting enough album of the year consideration and I think Cordae is not being promoted enough Ever since he can't he he dropped the YBN, y'all stop paying attention to him. I mean, today with Gunna, I mean, Chronicles with her little Durk... Sinister with Wayne, that was a really good song. Like Super was fucking crazy, bro. Like, like this was a really good project, highly slept on now. Um now Yo Gotti, that was a big surprise. Both of those albums were really fucking good. I think side B is the album of the year contender. Like Yo Gotti has improved as an overall artist and matured and brought more substance to the table. Snoop Dogg, Back on Death Row. That's another album that I felt like was slept on this year. It had great production and very, really great songs, really great beats, dope features. I mean, this was like damn near a complete album to me. Um, Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige. The album is not being talked about enough in my personal opinion. MJB, still in 2022, is dropping classic albums. This woman just continuously ages like fine wine, and she's aging backwards physically as well. Mary J. Blige is quite the looker in 2022, physically and talent-wise when it comes to the music. Um, big crit digital roses don't die very underrated album very underrated in my personal opinion definitely worthy of checking out Conway's greetings Earthlings mixtape you gotta you gotta understand something about Conway like this dude is really the machine. Conway the Machine is really a fucking machine. This man dropped Greetings Earthlings, the mixtape, then a classic album and God don't make mistakes. And oh yeah, for the record, top 25 rappers, top 25 current rappers, is coming soon. And this isn't based on my personal feelings. This is all business. Never personal, y'all. Never personal. But, Greetings Earthlings and God Don't Make Mistakes are great. Now, Earth Gang from Dreamville, their album, Ghetto Gods, was a huge surprise to me. Very huge surprise. The album, I was surprised by every track on that album. And how much better those two have gotten. Donda 2 was a big disappointment it was boo boo man Donda 2 was a big turd it was one of the biggest turds of 2022 because Kanye is way better than that Kanye I felt like was trying too hard to fit with the young dogs and unfortunately rap is a young man's game when Kanye came into the game he was different He was dropping more mature music. He was dropping meaningful music. Now he's trying to fit into this mindless auto-tune, mumble rap, mama say mama sa, mama mama kusa shit, and trying to do too much with too many goddamn producers. Kanye got 18 producers. He used to produce things by himself a majority of the time. I'm not saying I want old Kanye back. I just want Kanye to do better music. Like, Donda 2 makes Jesus' King look like college dropout. I'm telling you that now. And I'm dead ass serious when I say so. Um. The cool kids before shit got weird. Um. Um. It's worthy of checking out It's not the best album this year But it's something that I think people should check out And oh yeah, before I get to the next album, right oh, I, for- I meant to do this in the beginning of the show But <laughs> Your little Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan Didn't last long, huh? <laughs> y'all was putting-, y'all putting that shit as relationship goals and shit Look at you now Musty Now, let's get back to it. I meant to do that at the beginning of the show. But I'm not going to report on it because neither one of them do music or participate in sports. I just wanted to uh, get up under you uh, relationship goals, motherfucking skins real quick. Dave East, how did I get here? Definitely an EP worthy of checking out. I have to check out... the deluxe edition of How Did I Get Here that just came out. I will be checking that out when I get out of here. Um, Shinsia Alpha. This is the first project I ever listened to by her. Um, she's a uh, Afrobeat artist. You know, they don't call it reggae no more. You know, a lot of people get offended by that. Motherfuckers really, like, <laughs> get upset. Um, my first impression of Shinsia was... Um, It was an entertaining album that I enjoyed. It was very, like, you know, it had good production. Benny the Butcher, Tana Talk 4. I like the album. I mean, as I said before, it's hard to beat an album like Burton of Proof. Very tough. But Tana Talk 4, definitely worthy of the Tana Talk series. I don't think it's better than 3, but it's on the same level. The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse. I mean, what you expect from Crooked and Joel, but substance and great lyrics. Although, I felt like... To an extent, I felt like Royce and Jove a little bit. I felt like... They could have just made an album and just rapped. They could have done another hard pause. But I like the subject matter, though. I understand where they were coming from. I like Vacancy, man. Vacancy is an incredible record. Um, Mo Trill by Bun B and Corey Mo. I mean, for y'all checking for some new Bun B, definitely check that out. Elzai, Zygeist, oh, Zygeist, my bad. Elzai finally made a good album. God damn, it took him long enough. He ain't put out anything good in a long time. I was about to uh, be done with listening to this nigga, but if y'all niggas like Boom Bap, Lyrical Raps, Lyrical Miracle, Spiritual Shit, that's an album for you. Lil Dirk, 7220, I mean, Lil Durk has gotten a whole lot better i mean the voice is still his best project but me personally i'm not a dirk fan but i respect the game (laughs) and why petty Two just come on that's a banger by the way but 7220 is full of bangers y'all nothing but bangers I can't knock it or take it away from him pause this lucky day candy drip dope ass album sayari the kid the shadow in the shade is one of the biggest surprise albums of the year i love that project like this is like what hip-hop really should sound like bro i'm looking forward to his future projects I wasn't sure about checking him out because, you know, I see his name everywhere and I wondered like why people gave him a shot and, you know, he was an R&B artist that just happens to rap and he did a whole entire rap album. You see, Drake, you can take some pointers from Sayari, the kid. Fuck that singing shit. We need a whole album full of bars. Um, Denzel Curry, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. I was slightly disappointed, but I still enjoyed that. Lotto 777, pretty dope. I love that. Fife Dog Forever. Man, incredible album that was well put together. From the legend, and uh, from the posthumous legend. Um, D-Day, Gangsta Girls Mixtape. J. Cole and Dreamville gave some samplers out. I I enjoyed it, man. Especially the posse cuts. They needed a little bit more of those. Fivio Foreign. hmm, I gave him a chance. He's just not it for me. Bible had surprising moments. But I'm just not a fan of New York Drill. I just don't like New York Drill like that. You know, there are exceptions like K Flock and Cardi B, Shake It, and the song that Fivio has with Jim Jones and Mano. But those are the only songs that are any good to me. Vince Staples, Ramona Park, Broke My Heart. You know, um, I'm glad that B Dot gave it some attention by putting him in the, his top 10 uh, uh, rappers at the time. But we're going to talk about that. I'm going to bring it up. Before I get done here, right? Corey LeRae Trendsetter was everything I expected it to be. It was ass. But, however, a few, re- it was like six or seven songs that I vibed with on there, especially Anxiety. I wasn't expecting Wiz, Khalifa, Smoke, Dizza, and um, Big Crit to put out an album together, but we got one. Full Court Press loved it. I was disappointed in Boss by putting out an EP from Dreamville. Like I expected more. I expected an album. T Grizzly, half T, half Beast, very good project. Definitely worthy of checking out. Push it, T. It's almost dry. I was surprised that it debuted at number one. Big. I was big surprised about that. Kalani Blue Water Road. Now, Kalani, I like some of the project, but when you have three big standout tracks like Wish I Never, Um Up at Night, and what was the other track called? Get Me Started. It's kind of tough, like, building everything up. But everything... That was another one that was fire. I like that one, too. But I like Blue Water Road. It's not her best album, but it belongs. I never liked you by future. It's what I expect out of future. But, however, honestly, this is... I like this more than Dirty Sprite 2. Yeah, a lot of people gonna come for me for by saying that, but I like the, the Gold Album cover album and this one more than I like Dirty Sprite 2 as an album. That's just me. I never liked you had some bangers on there, bro, like... And it's crazy how fast he's selling as well. He's probably going to pass Little Dirk and overall record sales. I think Ransom, no rest for the wicked. I was a little bit disappointed by it, but Ransom is still like that dude on the microphone. Jack Harlow coming home, the kids miss you. Was a regression from um, that's what they all say. It was kind of a regression. Oh, and it was good to see Black Star drop an album in 2022. I wasn't disappointed in that project at all. It just should have been a it should have been a couple more songs, in my opinion. Good to see Talib, Kweli, and Most Def get back on the mic and give us some material. Method Man put out a really good album this year, The Rehab. I definitely enjoyed that. Because Meth isn't known for putting out great albums. Hit Girl by Dreezy and Hit Boy hit boys on a tear and i heard that he's uh producing games a uh, new album called Trillmatic. looking forward to that broken hearts club by sid that's definitely the best r&b album released in 2022 that whole thing that whole thing go that whole thing go The Lobby Boys, Mano and Jim Jones. That was a big big surprise this year. I definitely enjoyed that. But um, that is all as far as the more notable albums and the albums that I feel like people should listen to. But this is King Known Uncensored. Game two, blowout at the OK Corral, and I'm out.